everyone and welcome to or welcome back to the Her Voice podcast. It is the last one for this semester. I can't believe me as a first year this I've I've gone through my first semester of college already. That is absolutely mad. Uh, just to reintroduce myself again, it's always going to be me. Uh, I'm Angela. I'm a first year at Marketing Innovation Technology student and I am the podcast coordinator. Hi, um, my name is Satisha Mohan. Um, you can call me Tish for short. Mm-hmm. I'm studying Bachelor of Arts in Journalism at DCU. Um, my name is Laura Doyle. You know me. I am your chairperson for this year and I am also in my final year of journalism in DCU. And we have had such a good semester this year. Mm-hmm. I'm so humbled and proud of every contributor that we've had this year and I just like to say thank you to any contributor that we've had this year um I feel like I was so nervous coming in as chairperson to take this over this year because of how unpredictable this semester was going to be and I honestly think it's been so good to like refocus on our values as a society which is just like women empowerment and writing and like yeah like supporting other women and supporting other women and then just like making our craft better highs and lows so highs and lows of the week my high of the week this could either become a very short-lived conversation or very long-lived conversation after this but uh, I'm really into TikTok and uh, TikTok couples Laura do you know what's going <laughs> Bryce and Addison got back together. Did they? Yes. So out of the loop with this stuff. Oh my God. They uh, made it official on Monday. And I'm just, I'm obsessed with them. I'm so obsessed with Bryce and Addison. They look so happy together. I've been waiting all year. And also Jaden and Mads are back together. Josh and Nessa possibly back together who's the one that's with charlie oh chase they're technically not together but i don't believe that she because i keep seeing that all over my timeline they're like they're not like really together but they keep like putting up shady little tiktoks where they're like do we look like we're not together it's like so it's so funny (laughs) no i see she picked him up from the airport and then paparazzi was there which i think is kind of like oh come on like are you really gonna follow the family all the way to the airport and they had like we're like hugging and you got her like a teddy but oh you know Bradison has saved 2020 for me at least the attention um, that tiktok kids get though compared to like what youtubers got 10 years ago is insane like it took years for any of the youtubers that i grew up with to get to that level yeah i mean charlie jamila hit 100 million that's wow is it yeah. her sister Dixie? It was a Dixie that complained that she didn't get to 100 million on that video with James. No, 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 no. It was Charlie because oh. um, I'd love to get 100 million the same uh, day I got 1 million, but like a year later. And then James was like, was the 95 million not enough? The memes of that have been so funny. <laughs> and then Dixie threw up the snail. <laughs> I felt bad for her though. I feel like she genuinely just got sick because it's a snail. Yeah. And people were so mean to her over. People are too mean to those kids. Like, they're literally, they're like TYs. My low, I see, uh, this week I don't really have a low because I had all of my lows last week. Like, there just came a time, like, last Friday, where I was just like, I closed my laptop and I was just like, I'm not opening it until Monday morning. I'm not doing any work. And DCU decided, or at least for my course, to put all of our group projects in the last two weeks why couldn't you have spread them out I don't know so now I have like 
three group projects due in like two weeks and nobody knows each other in my course because I'm still a first year and it's yeah it's so awkward we have to do everything over zoom I haven't met anybody from my course it's quite hard for you guys for you first years yeah I mean I breakout rooms are never a fun time it's always it's just silent because nobody knows each other we can't just have like a like friendly chat it's just like oh we're in a breakout room now okay (laughs) it's sprung upon you it's always a surprise you never want to do I leave them and I know everyone in my course if I can break everyone gone Laura has left the meeting I can't do it it's so like uncomfortable for some reason I'd say you haven't even had the horror of going to um the HG building and finding out it's not the Henry Grant no I (laughs) it's not good luck with that it's taken me three years to know the HG is not Henry Grant it is in fact like nursing or something yeah, that's it. Thanks for the heads <laughs> it off. It is actually, isn't it? Oh my god, it, it is. <laughs> I've gone to HG thinking it's Henry Grattan. Oh my god, every time I see HG on my timetable, I would dread because all of our classes are like Henry Grattan and like hit nursing buildings all the way the other side, and I'm just like, oh no. <laughs> if it's another letter, I'm not gonna go because I'm not. I don't know where I'm going if it's not in Henry Grattan. <laughs> wow, I mean that makes me feel better at least, like. <laughs> Oh, girl, we're all in this together. Don't worry about it. Yeah. My highlight of the week is that um, I have a portrait of mine, which I actually took for a photojournalism module. And my lecturer decided I should put this photo up for the Zurich Portrait Prize Award uh, 2020. And there were thousands of applications and I was just like, I'm never going to get through this. But I just found out that I got shortlisted. 26 of us got shortlisted. And my portrait is being exhibited in the National Gallery of Ireland. And it is open since Tuesday this week mm-hmm. and they announced it and I was just like ecstatic so I can't wait I haven't gone and seen it yet but I really really want to see it congratulations that's amazing it was it was mad I was just like oh my I god would... why would anyone choose this picture because <laughs> for me it was like oh it's just another picture like but you be proud of it you should really hype yourself up that's such an achievement thank you thank you it's mad um but like yeah I can't wait because I haven't even seen anything. I was in Kildare and Kildare was under like a second lockdown when the printing and the framing was going through it. And my lecturer, Ms. Dragana, she's the one who helped me throughout the whole thing. So she told me, okay, so you do, um, so you do this for the printing and you do this for the framing. And I was like, hey, can you talk to them? Because I am stuck here in Kildare. I can't do any of it. So they got it all printed, framed, and they had to courier it to the the gallery and I couldn't like I wasn't there so I couldn't see it so I don't know how it looks now like I can't wait I just like when I go there I'm just gonna be like oh my god that's how the that's how the final product looks like oh you're so excited I am I'm actually very nervous as well (laughs) don't be you should be so proud of that that's such I could never and aside from that it's like you know participating in her campus is giving me so much so much encouragement as well and I love how her campus is like so, you know, they're very involving. Like they always like to let you be involved and they always talk to you and, you know, they want you to talk back to them kind of thing. I didn't really get this from a lot of other clubs and society. So I was just like, oh, my God, you're so different. Why didn't I know about them earlier? <laughs> That's what I heard here for most first years. And I'm so glad because I was so afraid the engagement was going to be bad this year. But from what I'm hearing back from everyone, it's that like they felt like the most included and they haven't felt uncomfortable going to any of the meetings too because I'm so painfully shy that I won't really go to anything else. And I'm so glad that other people 
feel the same way about this as I do if you know what I mean oh you have no idea like for two I like because I'm in my final year so like for two whole years I was just dreading looking high and low for like the society that I could fit into or like be um how do you say how do you put this to feel like I'm home in a society so to speak and I found this in her campus and only in her campus so far and it's so so good to feel um welcomed to feel like you're part of the family kind of thing it's so nice and I like how everyone's so like you know chatty and they want to know how you're doing and they always ask you how you're doing and stuff like that that's pretty nice I like that it's I definitely agree like as a first year I didn't know I've joined I think I had joined 10 clubs and the only one I'm properly like properly properly involved with is like her campus and speakeasy but for sure I definitely agree with you I felt the exact same way though in first I only got involved with her campus in my second year so last year and the only way I can describe it was I was like oh okay so this is where I this is where I fit I was like I've slotted so perfectly into this little thing and it's like such a like nice community and there's just never any bitchiness everyone's just constantly like hyping each other up as well and it's like a night it's very comfortable to like you feel comfortable to make mistakes that is so true like podcasting I'm not comfortable with it but that's why I'm trying to get better at it you know what I mean and I feel like comfortable to do it here yeah yeah Absolutely. Like I was not a writer at all in school. Like English was not my strong point. And now like I'm getting so much better. Like I wrote an article this week for it and I already have like one published before and I feel so much more like, you know, if I make a mistake, that's okay. Like Emily or Alice will like be like, okay, you know, that's not right. Maybe rephrase that. But I've definitely, definitely, we all learn something new when we're in her campus. I have to say our editors this year are such a credit. Um, Emily Clark and Alice Jack and our campus correspondent, Erin Byrne, are literally like, they're such legends. Like they're so good at what they do and they are so like constructive in their criticism. They never make you feel like you've like completely effed up, but they're, they're like trying to help you get better as well. And they're so approachable as well. It's, mm-hmm. I would hate like the whole thing of like having an editor that you feel like you can't talk to it would just be horrendous yeah like we true. wouldn't work that way you know how they had like a an award for like the best article and the best uh contributor I was just like is there an award that we can give to the editors no. <laughs> and like I wish we could just give like chocolates or like a hamper basket or something like that like to thank them for all the work that they've done like because honestly if they haven't given us given us the opportunity like that we wouldn't have got anywhere close to doing what we just did like no we're planning something very special for the end of the second semester and like covid permitting and might be able to be on campus too so fingers crossed but i'm very i'm very excited for what we have planned for next semester oh my god i can't wait (laughs) yeah so my low for this week was i am a close contact of covid and my high for this week is i have two negative tests (laughs) So, oh god okay that's good that you negative I, I so I had to isolate in my bedroom for I basically isolated in my bedroom until I got my second test because I do have like a high-risk family member mm-hmm. so I have not left my room for a week and as of yesterday I was finally able to like leave my bedroom and go to my kitchen because mm-hmm. it was like I was that strict on it and like god bless her like my poor mother brought me every single meal and did my washing I haven't had anyone do my washing for four years like I literally had a ball for a week in my room on my own I learned how much I adore my own company I honest to god think I'd survive on my own for a very long time wouldn't be me I get so lonely though no, I hate it so much I thought I'd be miserable and I was 
I felt like I was on a holiday. I suppose after a hectic week, a week, like, you know, with all the DCU assignments and stuff, having some time for yourself is like, oh, a little peace in mind kind of thing. Honestly, I think the lack of a reading week made this like a little bit sweeter. Do you know what I mean? Because we didn't have a reading week and I also worked the weekends. So I haven't had like two days off myself since September. So it was an absolute thrill. And I know it's like, that's like sounds really, really bad because I know that not everyone is as lucky as me to have like, I had like an ensuite bedroom and my parents were really good and they like made everything easy for me and I didn't have to leave the room because I didn't want to mm-hmm. because of like my high risk family member. But um, yeah, no, it was like, honest to God, seven days of like watching movies, recharging, getting ahead of assignments that I wasn't ahead of because of work. So yeah, my... My, my low was that being a close contact in the first place that was so frustrating but my high was that I had a week off to just have a ball put myself the circumstance was bad but at least you got something good out of it and my parents as well like my family have been like don't tell anyone that you're isolating and I'm like I'd rather for like first of all there's nothing wrong second of all the idea of having any sort of shame around having to isolate or having COVID is what's making people not tell people and then they go out and spread it more mm-hmm. so I'd rather just like I'd rather kill that stigma a little bit and like have a good time doing it you know what I mean yeah why were they so worried about you telling people that you're isolating in case it went around my town that I had it because I don't but then it would like they're afraid of it spread. But I I don't have it. I haven't had it. So that's good. At least you're healthy. That's, that's <laughs> and I'm healthy. Everyone's healthy, so I'm happy enough. That's good. And and it's good that you're getting the well deserved break as well. It's not the break I asked for, but it is in fact the break I needed. <laughs> you have to be positive. Honest to God. Yeah absolutely like seeing instagram just i've i've recently been hating instagram so much because of all just the stuff people have been putting up it's just i'm so tempted to delete it but people always dm me or need something off me so i have to keep it but once these like once we're off college completely that's it i'm deleting all of my social media i do not want to be exposed to the toxicity that's on instagram right now do you know what I found Instagram the exact same way about a year ago and I went through my follow list and I literally just went, who do I see on my timeline that makes me annoyed, hate this app or makes me just like feel bad about myself because you like, you compare without meaning to. Mm-hmm. Your brain just does that subconsciously and I literally unfollowed them and it wasn't like a personal thing against all these bloggers that I unfollowed, not that they care, <laughs> but I just unfollowed and my timeline is just an absolute joy at the moment. Yeah, I'm thinking of you just doing not. that. I don't know. I see. I'm so nosy. <laughs> like I'm just. I'm not even ashamed to admit it. Like I'm so nosy. Like I feel the need to know what everybody else is doing, but I need to stop that. Like it's not worth my time or anybody else's time. So well, for me, like I, I'm the same as you, Angela, and I, I literally have a lot of people in my Instagram which I should probably just get rid of um, because their lifestyle is pretty annoying for people like me who's average. Um, But what I do a lot of times is that when I go to Instagram, I don't really scroll onto the timeline. I just go search and just put like funny cats or dogs and I just watch funny cats and dogs videos. It really makes your day like seeing cats and dogs do funny stuff. Yeah. Also very helpful though. If you don't want to be as harsh to unfollow them, just mute them. Yeah. I get that too. Like I, fa- I found this year the most frustrating looking at people. I can't handle influencers going on holidays and pretending everything's fine. Or the partying, like Jake Paul had a party last week. No, 
Mm-mm. Yeah, no, it's unfollow and like because I can't look at it, it annoys me. And I don't if it annoys me, no one's making you look at it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So if I want to look at it, I have to like go through the effort of putting their name into the search bar and then looking for their profile. And then it has to I I have to make it an effort for me to feel better about it. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. Current favorites. Favorite product or current favorite. I don't know, maybe because I'm a Christian, I'm discovering all of these amazing uh, Google Chrome extensions, but uh, I found one that's called just highlighter and it lets you highlight anything on the screen, which is so useful for like articles. Like you can pick a color and then it you can like just highlight things. And it's so much easier when you're looking through like a massive article so that you can just like flick back and it's been a lifesaver for me. I'm going to need you to link that. That sounds interesting yeah it's just if you look up chrome extension and then highlighter it should come up there's loads of them i chose like the first one and it's just it's so helpful me and tish in final year just figuring these things out was so funny yeah yeah and and we've wasted the first half just two years doing a lot of manual stuff oh my god it's just because i don't like printing things off because i don't like having a lot of pages everywhere i'm really like digital so if I could, you know, annotate and highlight things on the screen or like on the website itself, amazing. I'll do that. Sustainable queen. <laughs> I, I used to like download documents and journals and then like copy quotes and then type in page numbers and like chapter numbers beside the quote. And that's how I used to do my essays. Like Same. It's such a nightmare. I'm never going to do that again though. Thanks, Angela. Jesus I know. <laughs> such a lifesaver. I also still don't know how to cite or reference, so I just gone to uh, referencethisforme.com and I put the link in. <laughs> That's it. I have not any idea. I have no idea how to reference. I use cite this for me. Yeah, or yeah, I use cite this for me as well. It's gone me through college. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Do it for you. Absolutely, we're all about life hacks over here. I was introduced to this product only when I came into Ireland, and it's rituals. Oh, the like body shop. Like Yeah. <laughs> and oh my God, I am obsessed with it. And my boyfriend's family lives in Kildare. So we go to Kildare Outlet Center sometimes. And every time we go there, my boyfriend and I are like this hooligans who just go into the shop and like wash our hands with all the soap they have to smell how it smells like and it's just oh my god it gives me so much happiness and like the smell it's so natural and like floral and it's not it's very mild as well so like it's so nice that it just makes my day just a tiny little spray makes my day (laughs) shout for Christmas presents oh yes I can't wait um my last year last year because my birthday is like in the month of December so I get my birthday present and my Christmas present. And last year I had, we did Secret Santa between my boyfriend's family. And one of his sister bought for my birthday a Rituals product set. And then for Secret Santa, his mom had me and she bought me a bigger ritual set. And I was just like, I am living the dream. <laughs> I love getting stuff like that for Christmas. I love anything that I won't buy myself. You wouldn't buy these stuff for yourself. They're so expensive. So when you get them for like Christmas or for your gift, like it's like, oh my God, the best thing ever. They have the most beautiful shop on Grafton Street and they have like a fake cherry blossom tree in the middle of their shop. And it's just, oh, it's so beautiful. Just wow. stunning. If you're ever like in Dublin. I need to go. I am in Dublin, but not close enough to Grafton Street, but I can walk. Uh, <laughs> we can all walk. 
Um, can't wait to see that cherry blossom tree in the middle of the shop. That's class. Yeah, it's it's stunning. Like they've had it since the release because they only opened it up, I think, like last year. But what's so funny and what like I find really like as a marketing student, like very like competitive marketing is Molten Brown is right next to it, which they basically sell the same products. And then there's like a few, there's like the body shop up Grafton Street as well. So there's so much competition. But I think that Rituals with their little fake tree in the middle of the shop has really won everybody over. That's class. They're class anyway. So I'd always go to Rituals either way. (laughs) Yeah, so my favorite this week is Glossier. Now, it's a very basic bitch kind of favorite to have, but I have fallen in love with it since this year because I've started wearing way less makeup. I used to be a full face of makeup to Tesco kind of person <laughs> and my skin hated me for it. And now I've started using, um, I've started using this product it's called Cloud Paint. I'd say anyone that uses Glossier knows what it is, but I use the shade Dawn and it is like this gorgeous flush of color on my cheeks and all my friends keep telling me I look like I'm glowing. What am I using? And it's just that. You get this like little tube and it is so pigmented that you only need like the tiniest little amount on your brush anymore and you will literally look like Pennywise the Clown. But I'm loving just like no makeup makeup, like looking really natural and like just having like a good skincare routine and like flushed cheeks, a bit of gloss. And I also use their boy brow product as well and just brush my brows up with that. And I look done, but I've done nothing. Yeah. Oh, no, I love those kind of things. No, I used to be the same. I used to always wear makeup. But now, like, with Zoom, nobody really cares, like, what you look like. And is the boy brow worth the hype? Because I just, I don't know. I like sticking to my benefit. uh, Yeah, my opinion on boy brow is the staying power of it. It, it's, It's fine, is what I would say. I use the Anastasia clear brow as well. And... I kind of like that a little bit better but for like a more of a natural kind of thing I do like the boy brow to just brush them up and it's like pigment it's like pigmented just enough and it's like easy can, to control and they do they have really good deals on at the moment actually for Black Friday I think they're still on at the moment all of their sets are such good value so I would hop onto their website so fast because it's I'm in I'm obsessed I'm obsessed do you have to pay customs no, I think it was free delivery as well. It was free delivery Ooh. over a certain amount and you're going to end up spending that anyway. Ooh, okay. It's kind of low enough, do you know what I mean? You've convinced me. That's it. Because <laughs> like I've been wanting to get something from Glossier for ages. But I'm like, oh, shipping and then customs. And they're like, I don't even know if it's worth it. So you've convinced I me. I find it worth it. I find it worth it now because it's perfect, it's perfect for that no makeup look. I And I've used it actually as well when I'm going out with my, my going out makeup. And it's like... The way the cloud paint bl- blends into foundation is like so gorgeous. Wow. I think we've had, we have amazing current favorites for this week. <laughs> I think we all need to go into sales and not journalism. Articles of the week. Last but not least, our uh, articles of the week or our articles in general. I think people don't really. Uh, when I have people on they don't really talk about like the, their current one it's just kind of whatever they've written and um, this week I wrote an article on Huda Beauty and the like rise of Huda Beauty because she beat Kylie Cosmetics in the most influential beauty brand of the year I think she had like 53 
million or billion followers combined on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. And I think Kylie only had like 26, only had 26 million. <laughs> that's, that's still <laughs> oh a lot. And yeah, I just read about how like Kylie's things always get like sold out, yet she wasn't like as popular or in the band as Huda Beauty. And then the article kind of leads into how Huda started her like brand. It was originally like a blog and then she made her own lashes because she couldn't like find lashes that she liked herself. And then that kind of evolved into Huda Beauty. And I just thought it was really cool and I really enjoyed writing it. Her story is quite inspiring, but she's been quite controversial in recent years as well. I know that she um, tends to copy a lot of products off of like independent uh, makeup brands. She tends to copy a lot of products, but like guilty. I absolutely love her stuff. (laughs) I'm not going to not buy it. It's really bad. I see I don't own anything from her because again just it's more of a high-end brand and just spending 50 euro on an eyeshadow palette that's full of pinks hurts a little bit you know yeah um, it's definitely a certain type of um style mm-hmm. for sure yeah. but her foundation is insane I see I have extremely dry skin so before I buy a foundation I have to do so much research and I haven't heard the best for dry skin, her foundation, so I haven't tried that out. But uh, her new skincare line apparently has been getting a lot of bad reviews because it's really heavily scented and people just don't like heavily scented skincare. It doesn't make sense in a skincare brand, though. That's going to ruin your skin. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Like, some people are like, oh, it feels like a spa and then other people are like, no, I just want like to get the job done. But I don't know. It's kind of like Kylie skin as well. Like I would rather see a skincare brand do makeup than a makeup brand do skincare. I'll completely agree. Yeah, because agree. it's just, it's going to be so, it might be good, but 90% of the time it's probably going to be gimmicky. So that's so oversaturated as it is. Mm-hmm. It's like not needed. You're doing your lip kits so well and you need to make a vanilla toner, Kylie. But like, I'm not going to lie. I really want, I would love a gift set for Christmas. I just think it looks lovely in my bathroom. Oh, the aesthetic, for sure. You're falling for the packaging. I just put it on the shelf and never touch it. (laughs) That means your marketing team is good. (laughs) Honestly, that's one thing that you cannot slay Kylie Jenner over, though. Her marketing is so clever and good. Yeah, she dressed up as the Grinch for her recent um, release. And um, it was it sold out, so <laughs> she did something right there. Ky- Kylie's products. I only ever tried, um, I think it was a lip gloss or something. It was a matte lipstick as well. Um, it had, like, this chocolate scent or, like, something like that. God, every time I used that, I felt so hungry and I was just like, I need chocolates or something. And it's like, oh my God, I don't know if that product was helping me or destroying me in so many ways, <laughs> but I need to be, for me, like cosmetic products are like really, really difficult because I have photosensitive dermatitis. In other words, I am a vampire allergic to the sun. <laughs> Um, I can't go out without like proper sun cream Uh, I have to use like medicated sun sun sunblock that's a lot of suns Um, I need to use medicated sunblock 
to go out and like I use Bobby Brown foundation and that's the only one that actually goes along well with my skin so like it's so unfortunate I can't try so many other kind of like cosmetics because I want to know how to how they work how they feel and stuff like that but I can't I totally get that though when you have sensitive skin and you find one product that works for you you will spend a fortune on it no matter how much it costs if it's working you have no idea how much my Bobby Brown products cost. Like my, um, I buy them in the country that I come from, which is Malaysia. And like a foundation bottle is like 400 and it's a lot, it's like really expensive. So like, but it lasts a while. So that's good. Um, I try to use it sparingly as well. So, oh God, I hope I don't finish it. So you can literally get away with just a pump and it'll last you ages. Yeah, it does. Like I am actually currently using my Bobby Brown foundation because I had an interview today. I use this, I put it on like since this morning, like at seven or eight o'clock this morning and not smeared, not smudged, stuck on. And there's no, like, I didn't put any, like, you know, that face primers and like mm. the setting and anything like that. I didn't do any, I'm, I'm very basic. I only started doing makeup since like 21 years old. That's it. And I don't know how to do like proper makeup, <laughs> like the highlighter, the primer or whatever that is very bad at it I just look at certain videos and I just try to follow as closely as I can but Bobby Brown lasts really well it's really well worth for the money like Mm. Uh, so Tish what did you write this week this week well I haven't I haven't finished it I'm currently writing um on well initially the story was supposed to be on the Jack and Jill foundation where they had this candle where it melts and um and you have like a little necklace inside of it um but the candles have gone sold out. So I am now writing the story on gifts that um, gives back to charity. And there's so many gifts like and you can write. I mean, the main idea of the whole article is to just talk about how sharing is caring and opportunities to share is everywhere. And charities can also be pretty. It doesn't have to be money. <laughs> It's just, I don't know, I, I find like the first thing when I heard about this this topic, I was just like, oh my God, I need to do this because I love, love giving to charities. And it's not just because of the month of Christmas, it's because it's the month of my birthday. And every year for my birthday, I would usually do like a, a little small event among like, you know, children who are disabled, have a little fun time with them and that like bring food that I cook for them and like bring games along with me and have like a little bit of prizes kept for them and um it's either for children or for like the older you know like people in like homes and they don't get a lot of their family members visiting them so I go there and I bring cakes and then I sit there and I talk with all the elderly people and it's so nice to talk to the elders because they're like they're like I find them very adorable I don't know about you guys but I find them I find elderly people so adorable that I just, I can't, I can't resist like smiling at them or talking to them. It's so hard, but um, that's what I'm writing this week. Um, but I hope I can write more. And I I have this idea of writing about like Irish designers, um, local Irish designers, because the first thing that comes into your mind when I say designers is like fashion, but there's so much more. There's like game designers, there's visual effects designers, there's um, cartoon designers, there's um, road designers even for more technical terms. And I was just like, 
oh my god like so many designers out there and like a lot of people might not know them as designers they know them as something else so like what if I talk about their field of work like so I thought of doing this as a story um someday Carl has such a wealth of talent as well oh absolutely loads like I've seen a lot a lot of talents especially singers but back to the charity thing I think it's so good to give gifts that are going to give back to charity this year I know that pretty little thing controversial to even bring up pretty little mm. thing because I know they're not very sustainable but they did do a really good collaboration with a charity called Copper Feel and they give back to a lot of breast cancer kind of organizations so um they did like lingerie I have two sets in there to die for really good quality stuff and you're also giving back to a very worthwhile cause so I definitely think people should like think about that kind of thing when they're buying gifts this year and see if they can buy things that are going to in turn help someone else absolutely Uh, absolutely because like a lot of people a lot of people could use the help especially during this pandemic like and those fundraisers are not there for like no reason and there are a lot of fundraisers that's there for good reasons not exploiting other people like you know so Mm -hmm. knowing where to buy it from is like crucial and that's I hope I can get that out in the in the article I know (laughs) exciting times what about you Laura um so my article this week I did I tried Tinder Gold so you don't have to and I gave a full review on the service and I frankly wasn't impressed by it it is I think it's 16.50 for the month and you frankly just don't get the value from it and to be honest I knew this buying it too but like it really doesn't matter how many matches you're going to get on these apps it is all about like they can be gorgeous but like they haven't got the chat to back it up like it's you it's useless you spend 1650 to talk to like 20 more boys who think that you're just gonna like kind of put I tend to find that people on these apps think that it is as easy as just pulling up a picture and saying hey and like I just don't respond like personally I know that I won't really respond to that you have to like have some charisma for me to even bat an eyelid I are you like a pickup line kind of gal not a pickup line kind of gal but like look at my profile and like slag me off in a funny way do you know what I mean like give me a little bit of like show me that you're like a little bit ballsy like give me a little bit of stick on something or like I don't know like pick something in my profile and like go for it because that's what I tend to do and I tend to get like a good response with it but if like if you're literally just kind of like what's up it's lazy I don't like it it's like a it's like replying to an Instagram story with an emoji that I hate that you you pick the easy way out yeah no like I see I don't mind if it's like my friend or something but if it's like someone like I'm kind of acquaintances with or with a guy and the fire emoji no I cannot do it I cannot do it like please either text me don't you deserve better than a fire emoji in your dms for Christ's sake I feel like Instagram you can kind of get away with just saying hey though I feel like Instagram's more ballsy to kind of pop into someone's dms be like what's up yeah because it's not like you know it's a it's not a platform where you you easily dm people or anything like that but i i agree with you laura because like in tinder like if guys were to like just say hey and then expect you to make the move like come on like come on i've also found like what i used to do with boys was i would literally guard vet them for two weeks before i go out with them so by the time i went out with them i would be so both of us would be so bored we wouldn't have anything to talk about and it was like shooting yourself in the foot before you even get a chance. 
Mm. But now, like, I'm really into someone just being like, hi, do you want to go out? And I'd be like, yeah. And I'll tell you who, Aoife McGill, our secretary, she's completely inspired me. Oh, yeah. She was absolutely. like, you just need to go for it. And now I have. So. Wow. Thank you, Aoife, if you're listening to this. I hope she is. She is an icon when it comes to just dating stories. <laughs> she is such, I adore her, honest to God. Yeah, go listen to our first episode. Uh, we have her on. It's amazing. And she just talks about dating and discovering my chemical romance and it's just it was a fun time Um, but listen to this continue listening to this one first (laughs) and wow yeah no I I'm not a big tinder gal I I'd rather just you know naturally meet a guy because I I don't know there's this guy in one of my group projects I hope he's not listening so it's gonna be so embarrassing but he looks identical oh the masses come on no 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 he looks <laughs> identical to michael clifford from five seconds of summer i don't know if you guys know he's like a guitarist in this band and I- they all look the same so i kind of <laughs> no, get they the, all look the same but he's just he just specifically he, oh he has a mullet <laughs> the mullet conversation is back on the pod oh my god does he work the mullet though do you know what? He's an artsy guy, so it was for him. He's like, I like, I he has his like camera on, and his room is super like he's got like Polaroids, and he's got like um a Beatles maybe poster up or something, and he's like really artsy. And Ooh. yesterday I texted him, I was like, hey, you really remind me of like Michael from Five Sauce, and he's like, is that a compliment? <laughs> oh no, and is that a good thing or bad thing? Oh, I'm hmm? so proud of you. Yeah, and um, I was like, yeah, it totally is. And he left me on red. Ew. <laughs> oh, no. I forget him. Oh, no, the thing is, thank you next. Jesus Christ. Uh, thank you next. But at the same time, I have two group projects with him. So, like, please do oh, your part God. in the project. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, you finally found a decent mullet. It's, yeah. I mean, you it's like, telling if we do get like together if we start talking I will encourage him to get rid of it but for the moment <laughs> he's, he's fine you can keep That's it so funny I couldn't imagine bringing someone a mullet home to my mother he <laughs> <laughs> laughed out of the gaff oh god yeah, no my my mom's super strict with like the guys not not like super strict with the guys I date but she's like if you're gonna bring him home make sure that his trousers are above his like private part and like he wears like suitable clothing <laughs> make sure that like he doesn't have any rips in his like shirt or anything oh I just wouldn't let anyone pass the threshold unless I thought that they were going to be in my life for at least a year mm. because it's not worth your mom going where is he I haven't seen him in a while yeah. not anymore um, the 20s is so weird and it's so funny I love every minute of it even the bad parts, I'm like, oh, this will be a story for the biography someday. <laughs> I I tried doing the natural thing, Angela, and it just does not work well with mm. mine. No, um, have a lot of stories, but that's for like another time. Um, like people aren't like comfortable to just go up to people anymore, though. I feel like that's why it's mm. died. Oh, mine's like the, quite the opposite, though. Guys are almost too bold in Ooh. my case. Ooh. Oh, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but 
it's not it's not like they're bold in a sense that you know they're charismatic bold and like charming bold this is like pervy bold so it's mm. no <laughs> huge cross no and that's why i'm just like no like no Mm-mm. like my boyfriend is like the first boyfriend i've ever had and i'm we're going on for two years now and i met him on bumble funny oh, enough i look on bumble really hmm it's so funny though because I was only looking I was looking for a friend now in all honesty I went to that you know how Bumble has like three different columns yeah they have like the business the friend and then the date I went on the friend um column and my the people that I got like attached to like matched with they were like oh can you take nice pictures can you take nice pictures of me and we go travel around and I was like uh sure if it works both ways and then they're like oh I'm not good at taking pictures and I'm like (laughs) bye-bye so you want me to work for you for free exactly (laughs) I'm like no and then I went on like the date side and because I I get along with guys a lot and like because I'm well I grew up being quite the tomboy like I fix cars and I used to like beat up guys and stuff like that but anyway (laughs) um so I went up to like the date side and I was like, okay, I'm going to match with like guys and say like, I'm just here to look for a friend who can hang out with me and like talk to me about stuff that, you know, we could just talk about and stuff like that. And then I met my boyfriend and he wasn't into commitments at that time. And I was like, you know, just looking to be friends. And then we went out a couple of times and I did well in one of my modules and he knew the lecturer and he was like really proud because you know the lecturer was really tough to like convince and he was like oh this is really good we need to celebrate and it was Valentine's Day and he was like we should go out for a dinner and me being me who's never dated anyone in my life and who's never been asked out actually um, in like a proper way I didn't know what was going on and we were out we had dinner we went to Bernard Shaw and I was, uh, we had a pint. Well, I had a pint. Uh, he don't drink. And I was like, oh, yeah, I could never tell that I'm on a date. And he was just like sitting there looking at me. He's like, don't you think this is a date? And I was like, is this a date? <laughs> and he was like, um, yeah. <laughs> and I felt so bad. And I was like, oh, my God, that explains the chocolate and the rose. <laughs> No, that's a success. Like you got a boyfriend out of it. Like <laughs> I think oh, that's I... you know, like when it's going good though, when you just feel so like chill and at ease. And it's always when you're like not looking. Anyone that I find on these apps, it's always when I'm like cash, they just haven't I'm on for a look. And then I'm like, Oh, I've been seeing you for three months. <laughs> yeah. It's always the least when you least expect it, that's how it comes to be, like I suppose. I think Does you have to like way? not care. Yeah. Um, I think that is it. When you start like when you start not caring and when you start like having a life of your own or something like that, that's when everything comes to you. Wow. Okay. Well, that's a very good, nice ending to our podcast. We will be back very, very soon. And yeah, everybody say bye. I really don't know how to end these. <laughs> bye. Thanks for listening.